0: Welcome into to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I am your host, Ruto, joined as always by A.J. Hayfley, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. No, not because Christmas is coming up later this week, but because we have hockey things, an official date for the start of most hockey things, actual excitement around the hockey world bunch of content that will soon be coming your way. I know I'm excited about it. AJ, are you ready to to have to do work again?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, when <laughs> you put it when you put it like that, it sounds a little more little a little more depressing than it actually is. Um, I'm I'm very ready for the season, man. Same. I can't wait, you man. Know, it's it's been the pandemic has taken more out of me than I thought. Yep. and it was weird that for like uh what was it like eight weeks we we covered the abs like every single day just but, hard for eight weeks yeah yeah like we just it was like so hard eight weeks and then nothing you know and then the yep. off season like we had that that like we chilled in the conference finals and finals where we were just sort of like doing our own thing season ended and then the off season happened immediately and then we were just done yep that was it like Uh, maybe maybe the best indicator of this whole pandemic in terms of our workload was we did a live show on free agent day we were live on the air for like four and a half hours and
0: nothing happened nothing
1: happened (laughs) we were playing video games on the weekend chilling on a saturday night when zadorov got traded. Yep. And then we were live on the air talking about things when devontae has got traded. Yep. And then that was it.
0: And then we like, spent we the had, next 2 months talking about nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had we had the very very brief uh Devon Taves contract thing cuz yep. arbitration but other than that like they got all of their arbitration deals done they got every or all of their rfa deals done they got taves done obviously in time and then that was it like it was just it was so yeah it was crazy man and then now we're now we're here we finally and, and it's December it's December 21st yep we got we're getting an announcement it's December 21st we got an announcement the official announcement on the 20th because it came yesterday afternoon. Which is two weeks. Yesterday was exactly two weeks before the open of playoff team training camp. Yep. And non-playoff team training camp opens next week.
0: 24 days. 23 days now, I guess, until the start of the season.
1: <sighs> it's crazy. It happened, it's, it's happening really fast, but yep. I'm I'm glad that it's taken place and that we're ready to rock, man. I'm I really
0: yeah, we have yes. so much.
1: We have so much to look forward to because this is this is not. You know, we're no longer watching an ABS club that is in the Florida Panther Zone. You yep. know, the Calgary Zone, the Dallas Zone, whatever whatever nickname you want for it. Where it's this team perpetually in limbo, where you hope they make the playoffs, everything goes right, maybe you win around. The expectations for right now, and we'll definitely get into this uh, this week. Not only is it that Colorado make the postseason, but Colorado should get into round two pretty easily.
0: This is I can't wait. We're our preview stuff is probably starting next week, and yeah, we are going ham on the the previews for the abs this season. So
1: we have twelve preview videos scheduled from the start of next week until the start of the regular season
0: covering all of the regular abs and even some non-regular abs probably um of course you can catch us on this podcast every day as well we're going back to our 1 p.m slot now that we don't have to wait for news every single day
1: yep so we will be we'll be 1 p.m mountain you guys can expect to see us live monday through friday uh at that time the only exceptions will be game days yep we will be having post-game pods immediately immediately following every single game uh, within five minutes of the final buzzer going a, a podcast will be on yep so
0: we're, we're going ham we hope you guys will join us for the ride if you really want to support us obviously like and subscribe to the youtube but even more so consider signing up for a sc- subscription at the dnvr.com where you can get access to all of our premium content it's gonna be an awesome year and i just it's not quite started yet, but I'm so excited now that we have official dates and all of that. So let's let's jump into some of these. Um, yeah. The first. Oops.
1: Before we start that, um, somebody just asked in chat. Um, this is it, man. I'm in the house. He's living the life. Yeah. Quick tour. Quick tour. That's the kitchen. Oh,
0: dang! Kitchen right there.
1: It's me. What's up? That's the living room. That's a sleeping doggo.
0: Yeah, just leave the cam right there. Doggo cam.
1: Yeah, doggo cam right there. We finally got him set up in a place he wanted to be.
0: Yeah, we do have WJC coming this week as well. So that'll. Yeah,
1: WJCs are starting this week, so we'll be talking about that as well.
0: Yep. Um It's going to be yeah. fun. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, um,
1: I have bet. I have uh, my annual bet with uh, Jay Horbe. if you, uh, United States and Canada, play each other. And. The 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 loser has to change their Twitter avatar to the country of the other team.
0: Have you ever won that bet?
1: Yeah, I the very first year we made that bet, I won it. There you go. Uh, and he had to put, and we were we did it for a week back then. Um, and he had a he had to put. He had to. I got a picture of some American flag balls. He had to change to his avatar for a week. Like by day three, he was whining about it. It was so glorious. <laughs> uh,
0: a couple other questions. We'll get into all the dates in just a second. Uh, do you think Colorado has any special plans for the 25th anniversary? I'm sure they do. They had that little announcement with that terrible graphic on it. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sure they'll do something, you know, depending on what they're allowed to do with things like COVID. We'll see. But I have no doubt they have some kind of plan. Um AJ will be back in Colorado in a bit. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, I fly home on the um, – I fly ho- home. I fly back to Denver uh, January 5th. So I will be back on the beat uh, as normal um, alongside Evan Rell, who should be on the pod with us a couple times this week. Yeah, I think so.
0: But anyway, into today's topic proper. Yeah. Uh, as that, we can only talk about our excitement so much. The first important date is just three days away. Uh, for the non-playoff teams opt-out date for NHL players, December 24th for the non-playoff teams, December 27th for the playoff teams. Uh, To this point, I don't think anyone has opted out for COVID reasons yet.
1: Yeah. I did some poking around yesterday and, um, you know, there's still time for this to change, but the expectation is uh, for right now, um, no abs opt-outs. That is,
0: if we assume they're a cup contender, that's probably good news. <laughs> yeah, keeping their whole lineup together. Uh, you know the NHL culture and all of that. You don't expect many opt-outs anyway. But you know it, that, that's yeah. the first date on the lineup, so it yeah it'll be interesting. You know, there's some conversation about. Some of the guys, like, I get, does Lundqvist count as a, an opt-out, I guess? Maybe, kind of, but certainly some other things going on there as well, so.
1: Mm-mm. I'm all about the writers. Don't give me this Blue Bombers bullshit. Yeah, he's,
0: he's never been a Blue Bombers man. I can confirm on that one. Uh Anyway, <laughs> that's the first date, but the dates that start to matter, December 31st is when the non-playoff teams go back to training camp. January 3rd is when the avalanche and the rest of the the league will go back to camp. So that is where things actually begin. We're talking about uh, two weeks away, as AJ mentioned, for the Avs training camp to start up. Players will be on the ice properly in a team environment at that point.
1: Yeah, and uh, training camp limited this year, 36 skaters, unlimited number of goalies. Thirty-six skaters covers your basic twenty-three man roster plus any real AHL guys that you want to get a look at.
0: Anyone um, guys
1: on NHL contracts, basically
0: anyone that has a, any chance of playing for your NHL team is going to be in there. So,
1: I haven't I haven't actually done the math to look at the numbers for Colorado, um, but I will be curious to see like where they draw the line with their thirty-six. They, don't, I think, they only have something like forty-two contracts. Uh, yeah, it shouldn't be very hard
0: for them to to sort there that out.
1: Yeah, there won't be. There should not be too many exclusions. Um, you know, you might they they might a guy like Josh Anderson, um, yeah, Travis you know, Barron, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe a Ty Lewis. Uh, those guys, you know, might get might get. get the
0: anyone who has a chance of playing in the NHL this season will be there
1: yeah it's a good it's a good way to put it I think there I think there are only gonna be six guys assuming they choose to fill the camp up yep they're only so. being six-ish guys yeah no preseason games
0: no preseason yeah they, they, they just don't have the time just camp start January 3rd uh games start 10 days later on january 13th. So it's yeah. e- Even then, it's an extremely accelerated camp. And yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, the, we'll consider this last summer when they had all those months off, and then they had to. The, they had an exhibition game. They had two weeks of training camp. They had an exhibition game, and then they had um, the ads did anyway. They had the round robin, but and those
0: those first couple games were pretty darn sloppy still too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we can expect that the first three or four games are going to look very preseason gamey. Yep. Um, the intensity will be higher, but it will definitely be not great hockey.
0: Yeah, it'll be sloppy, which, given the Avs' offensive abilities, may actually favor them a bit. Uh, but. I see a lot of people asking about Werner and Miska in the chat. We will talk about the taxi squad on tomorrow's show. We'll go. I'll
1: have a taxi squad article out today.
0: There you go. So you can read the article today. You can listen to us talk about it tomorrow. Keep it tuned in for that today. We're just going over the general NHL and, and the dates topics, kind of that stuff. So, yep.
1: and Wednesday specifically, we will go in depth on goal tenders because yep. it is, With these rules, it is a big talking point.
0: There is uh, some awkwardness, to say the least, yeah. Uh, Continuing on, kind of mentioned, January 13th is the start date. It's going to be a four-month season, essentially. Uh, May 8th is expected to be the end of the regular season, and the trade deadline is scheduled for April 12th. So...
1: So... That is just looking at my calendar here. You said the eighth.
0: Hmm. I believe it's 116 days for 56 NHL games. So if
1: you acquire somebody at the deadline, you are getting them for just under a month. Correct. But with as many games as they're going to be playing, um, they add that actually should be close to normalish, depending on what the schedule ends up being. Um, what will be interesting to see and now this is in april so there's a lot that could change between now and then for sure but if you get traded from an american team to a canadian team and they still have quarantine rules in in place
0: some weird you, stuff going on there for sure yeah
1: yeah that you get them for less than you get them for just under a month becomes you get them for like 2 weeks and i would imagine that would greatly affect the cost at the deadline what what might have been a second round pick becomes yep. a third round pick because they're only getting a guy for you know eight games that instead of 17 time. yeah right yeah you know, whatever whatever it ends up being so that could be something um to to keep an eye on to just to watch um obviously american teams uh trading players in between each other as long as those players don't fly commercial. They can skip the seven-day quarantine if they do. You know, we'll see. Uh,
0: I wanted to backtrack a little bit. I missed a date here. February first, uh, the start date that players can be asked to waive their no movement clause for the expansion draft. So, if you're uh, if you're really looking, early. it it is extremely early. But it's kind I, of weird. I'm just mentioning that so people don't forget to blast us with DMs. Five times a day about EJ waving it on February first.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, um, as far as we know, Philip Grubauer is healthy. And if you look at his Instagram, he's been like, sure looks healthy. Ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. having the time of his life. So he he looks fine. My only my only real question is um, EJ. Yep,
0: and even he looks okay. Like he's walking around and stuff based on his Instagram. So
1: yeah. And that's just that's just because we got no word on what was wrong with him versus yeah. the timeline and any of that. It's just uncertainty. I've well, only felt better about Grubauer because he has a social media.
0: <laughs> that's it. On that note, we can take our first period break here. Let you guys know about Breckenridge Brewery. I got myself an avalanche amber right here, right next to my strawberry sky, actually, that I had last night. I like beer. All right. Deal with it. Breckenridge beer specifically. You can get dozens of flavors over at your local liquor store. Just be sure to look it up on the Breck Beer Locator online, and they will tell you where to go to find Breckenridge Brewery near you. We also have WGT Golf, our gaming sponsor, loved by more than 20 million people around the world. Even though it's Christmas weekend, we still have a tournament coming up for you. The Christmas Ho-Ho Hole-in-One Challenge at the Aaron Hills Golf Course. All of our country clubs can participate. To join, go to dnvrgolf.com to download and search for the DNVR4 Clubhouse to get in on it. All you have to do to be part of the tournament and have a chance to win is play. Once you finish, take a screenshot of your score and send it into info at thednvr.com or reply to the pinned tweet on the main DNVR sports Twitter account and you'll be entered for your chance to win a free DNVR shirt of or mask that we will ship directly to you. Again, we're doing a new tournament every single weekend. so get in on this, get your chance to win. It's gonna be awesome. Straight up, we've already given away a ton of shirts and masks. So jump on in with us and have a little bit of fun. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, this is where I, I'm I'm devising a little bit from, from AJ's article here. But one of my concerns, the season is scheduled to end on May 8th. Right now, the tentative start date for the playoffs is May 11th. There's no makeup games. Makeup games aren't going to happen in a three-day period, basically.
1: They could, uh, but it's not... You know, obviously, they they had talked about leaving a week buffer. Yeah. Um, They didn't do that. I think that that's something that they could still be very flexible on. There's nothing that says that that the playoffs absolutely have to start right then. I think that's a, if all goes well, this is the start of it. But I think the NHL will be open to canceling games and moving them if they need to. And
0: even if they are open to that, it's still going to be tough. As we said, it's. I think it's 116 days for 56 games. That's basically a game every other day for the entire season. Now, in practice, that will work out to some back-to-back, some three games in four days with a couple days off, things like that. But it's going to be a sprint top to bottom this season. Yep. And if a team does end up getting into a situation where they have to miss games, realistically, people are going to be missing a week at a time, at least. So you're talking about three, four games missed at that point. And that's one of the problems I see with this schedule, basically at this point is it's going to be tough to make up. If something like that does actually happen we'll cross that bridge when we get there
1: obviously yeah and how they handle how they handle these situations as they pop up is going to be really interesting uh, yep. because they you know like the the NFL has been a disaster yep right like yep. They've it's been a thrown, total mess colorado they, they, the
0: broncos got thrown under the bus for not canceling right. that game yeah they
1: they threw competitive integrity out the window for the sake of filling with television inventory yep and then you know they then other games you know they moved baltimore pittsburgh like six times to get that thing in you know they've been all the 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 point that i'm making is that they've been extremely inconsistent and they are all over the place with with how they are applying their own rules which they're very clearly making up on the fly and that's some of that is necessary you can't plan for everything some of this you're going to learn on the fly and say hey this works or hey this doesn't and that's fine you just you know you have to figure that stuff out there's trial and error here yep. but they need to find a, they need to find their a way to consistently apply the rules uh, and this this conversation in chat about eric johnson is insane um <laughs> we're trying to, I'm trying to stay on topic here, but there's like actual juicy hockey talk going on in our chat for once.
0: Right. It's been a
1: while. <laughs> and, yeah. And I just want to get into it, but I, I just, I just think that, um, you know, they, the NHL has a chance to learn from some of those mistakes. I think the taxi squad is a great step towards addressing some of those issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but they're, they are going to have to take it seriously. If eight dudes come 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 up with positive tests in a two day span, you
0: have you've got a big to move problem. A game. Yeah,
1: yeah, you've got to move a game.
0: So, uh, again, looking at chat a little bit, multiple people asking about how they will manage call ups. Again, that's a taxi squad thing. We'll talk about it tomorrow.
1: Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna touch on kind of the big overarching stuff today, and then yep. we'll really drill into it as the week goes on.
0: Which brings us to this question: Has it been announced they're only playing teams in their own division? Yes, yes, that is correct. AJ's article here has the divisions listed for the Avalanche. It has ended up being that kind of Western. All the the California teams, Arizona, Vegas, St. Louis, and then Minnesota instead of Dallas officially now. Um, you got to feel good about that if you're the Avs getting Minnesota. Yeah,
1: now. you look at you look at that. Um you look at that division and you look at those teams and how they performed last year. Yep. Now, obviously there was an off season where things change and rosters change and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But look at last year, um, three playoff teams from it, like three playoff teams that were in the round Robin for the top four seeding out West yep. Colorado Vegas and St. Louis. So right off the top, you're like, boy, this is a really good division. And but then every single one of those first teams, else. yeah, Every single one of those other teams would have missed the postseason were it not for play in rounds. Yep. And
0: yeah, and you look at the teams LA still deep in a rebuild, Minnesota essentially entering a rebuild. Uh, yeah. Anaheim kind of stuck in no man's land. Same yeah, with Arizona.
1: Anaheim, Anaheim is in a transition. Arizona and LA, uh, I think, are in rebuild mode at the moment. San, San Jose is the only one where you're kind of like, who actually are they? they? Yeah, you know, with with Carlson, Vlasic, Burns, um, Couture, and I'm forgetting. I'm I always forget at least one of their forwards. Um, they're they're an older team. They're an older team that that should be very win now ish, but they don't really have the depth anymore. Just after years of hemorrhaging depth players, they just, yep. you know, they just kind of aged out of their their real window. No more Thornton, yep. no more, you know, I think they actually brought back Marlowe again. They did, um, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so, okay, that's cool. That's a, that's another deadline deal. Um, But yeah, like I, I, I still think San Jose, look, they brought in Devin Dubnik to compete with Martin Jones for the goaltending job. That's
0: not great. It's not great. That's
1: that's kind of like bringing Burger King in to compete with McDonald's for the greatest burger in the world. It's (laughs) not gonna get the job done. Indeed. (laughs) You know, like you don't you don't love that. You know, they have very Timo Meyer is one of Timo Meyer, Kevin LeBanc are among the very few like young and intriguing impact players that they have. So that's not to hate on those fast food franchises. They're perfectly fine for what they are. We literally had Burger King last night. It's fine. But it's like when you're talking about best burger ever, that's not where you're going for that. So, yep. you know, it's, it's mediocre. Yep. It's.
0: it's Eric certainly. Carlson's
1: career has not fallen off a cliff. No, he's, he's still. still yeah. He's still, he's still really effective. It's just that he's no longer. The, the 85 points, points, yeah. you
0: know
1: 85 points and absolutely blow your doors off kind of dude. Yep. He so, I mean
0: he's still great, but yeah, one man does not an NHL team make, so it's not what a burger either. Moving on, uh
1: ew, no, get out of here. What a burger. <laughs> I know this is my like my least favorite Texan take, but Whataburger is trash.
0: That's uh, the other side of this is they will be playing eight games per team in division for a fifty-six total. Um, again, this is why this looks good for the Avs. Yes, St. Louis and Vegas certainly aren't going to be easy outs, but. Against the other five teams in this division, you would expect the Evs to win the majority of those games.
1: Yeah the the reality like the reality is here there are three good teams and two of those teams have deep flaws. Yep, major question marks uh, for both Vegas and St. Louis. Colorado, uh, what's Colorado's biggest question mark? Is probably teams goaltending. Teams? Still, <sighs> yeah, and in, and at that point, it's probably more like their third goaltender. Yeah, like because they're because we saw last year their duo it's in the five. regular season yeah. produced I think like the fourth best save percentage among teams last year. Yep, the the question marks became when they got hurt. You know, Grubauer got hurt after a very good postseason up to that point. Francois was hurt when he went in, played like a man who was hurt, and then Michael Hutchinson is your goaltender. Like that's okay. If we're getting down into third goaltenders, I sure feel like there are some big question marks there. Who's yep. San Jose's third goaltender? Nobody knows. I have no idea. <laughs> the, the real question is, because, like, you look at Colorado's goaltending, you got to feel better about Colorado's goaltending than you do about San Luis's right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. Unless and you're a Bennington believer.
1: While you're, while you're feeling better about Vegas's goaltending than Colorado's, you don't love where Vegas is down the middle. Their center all. depth is a huge question mark. You know, look, can, can Peyton Krebs, Cody Glass, Nicola Walk, and those guys all – The NHL. There's, yeah. there's a chance that those guys all live up to potential and they are rock solid, and this is one of those questions that you should just stop asking after a while. But until they prove that, right now you got to feel like that's a that's a big question mark. You just don't have that in Colorado. Between McKinnon and Kadra, you have a one-two punch. That the other, No other team really has you know, the Avs just don't really have the same kind of holes anymore. There isn't – they have a rock-solid top six. They have a rock-solid bottom six. They've got young players all throughout the roster that you could ask – you could reasonably say, this guy could take a meaningful step forward this year. Look, we haven't – nobody's talking about it. Sam Girard could take a big step forward and turn into a 45-point guy this year. in yep. 56 games, that would be really something, but <laughs> – you know, that kind of guy is what I'm saying. So, you know, it's... Yeah. Colorado, Colorado, and because of how the postseason is set up, so the way that this is set up is the top four teams from each division make the playoffs. Yep. And then it seeds, you know, one, four, and then two, three, which means Colorado winning the division becomes extremely important. Do you, because Colorado gets whatever cupcake is going to finish fourth.
0: Instead of Vegas or St. Louis. Right. Basically. And then if, they, if,
1: if everybody lives to their potential and Vegas and St. Louis play each other in the first round, that is a brutal first round for those teams.
0: Yeah. You're, so, you're, you're begging St. Louis and Vegas to just murder each other in the first round
1: at that point. Well, and, then, and then you get them in the second round. And then the third round because it stays it stays in division for rounds 1 and 2. Yep. And then the the third round and fourth round, the third round is seeded by the four teams that make it to what would be the semifinals are yep. seeded by regular season third, points. 1 to 4, yeah. And then and then it goes again 1 4 versus 2 3. Yep. You're probably you can't say that you have a preference, you know, you need to you need to win President's oh, Trophy yep. or whatever, but There are always upsets in hockey. And so getting the President's Trophy gives you, in that case, the best chance to face the theoretical weakest team. You know, now if if Tampa Bay and Toronto win two of those divisions, and it's Tampa Bay, Colorado, and Toronto as three of the final four teams, you know, like obviously you would rather take on Toronto. Yeah. But... It's not. It you know, at that point you're just like, well, these are all really good teams,
0: right? The best four teams in the league are the best four teams in the league. I mean, at that point you just got to beat whoever you're up against. I think, but yeah, it's it's gonna be. And, uh weird playoffs, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in the third period, as I do need to take our second period break here and let you guys know about DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there with amazing odds boost bests every single day. They change based on what sports are going on, so you can bet on pretty much anything with basketball returning tomorrow now, I believe, is opening night, so look. Go, I believe you correct. Go, uh, go get your basketball fix on as as you're waiting a couple days. Can you bet on the WJCs? Is that allowed? I don't know. I don't know if that's legal or not. If you can, betting I'm sure on, have
1: people have bets on WJCs. Just because they're not getting paid doesn't mean we can't. People bet on college football. that's Basket true. Yeah, college, college
0: football is a massive betting market. So you'd probably be able to bet on the WJCs too.
1: To be honest, kids, kids, Bowen Byram's been paid signing bonus money. True. Those true. Getting some, they have some cash. Pauls well, Byron has more money than I do.
0: So there you go. If you wanna wanna make some bets a little bit bigger than uh, a Twitter avatar, maybe the WJC bets are the way to go. But for the return of basketball, new players are getting 100 to one odds on any featured matchup this week. Bet a dollar, win a hundred bucks on any matchup for the opening week of basketball. If you have a good read, if you think there's an easy win out there, make your bet. Get yourself a 100 bucks just because, thanks to DraftKings. There you go. Easy money. All day. Why not? So if you're excited for the return of basketball, that's the obvious bet for you. But, of course, you have the football playoffs coming up in not too long now. There's going to be amazing odds boosts there as well. You know, football's like the biggest betting sport in the world right now. So you can make an absurd amount of money doing that if you're good at it. So head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, download their app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get that chance to win 100 bucks by betting a single dollar mm. on any featured basketball matchup. Again, code DNVR for new players to get that $100 for one opportunity. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Rudo, AJ.
1: We were betting on WJCs right now. Who you got? Top four teams.
0: Canada. Canada.
1: <laughs> so can, Canada's red team, Canada's yeah, white team. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Uh, Canada. I, I, dude, I have no faith in, in Team Sweden with all the guys they're missing. <laughs> uh, but Germany is missing like 10 dudes also, so they're not even yeah. – not that they were really a threat anyway, but uh, – they have a couple nice dudes But they don't nice. have the depth
1: Damn man Straight bullets
0: Austria is plus 50,000 There you go just take that bet for yeah. <laughs> you know, that's,
1: that's worth a dollar bet <laughs> That is worth a dollar bet That's a dollar bet that you win And you get mad at yourself that you didn't make it $10 Yeah right <laughs> I can see you being like I'm not putting 100 on it but $10 I mean come on what's the difference between 10 and 1 When you're talking about that come away with a cool like 500k that's what i'm saying man (laughs) then you can have more money than for now
0: for now (laughs) (laughs) for about one year you get more money
1: yeah Yeah, i don't know what a pro-rated salary will end up being this year (laughs) (laughs) about 894k it's not gonna be you're not getting all of it no that's true I, uh, i think i think we should be I think we should adopt Austria as our as our team for the pod. I'm,
0: I'm in. I'm, I'm convinced. am convinced. All of, our, all of,
1: our, all of yeah. our listeners, watchers, everybody should bet the dollar on Austria. And we should all hardcore root for Austria.
0: There you go. Team Burakovsky, because he's technically from Austria.
1: And yeah, he's like Swedish that was born in Austria. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he has a weird dual citizenship thing like Brandon Sajin, where he's Canadian and Swedish. Yeah, exactly. I remember talking to him about it, and for he looked blown away that I was, like, aware of it. <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, yeah, I, I used to speak Swedish.
0: All right. Just had a hard time picturing
1: Brandon's yeah, agent. Yeah, it
0: doesn't seem like a Swedish.
1: But Brandon's agent and Gabe Landeskog in, like, the corner of a training camp locker room, just back and forth.
0: Eating right. that nasty stuff, what's it called? The, like, the salted... Licorice or whatever it is, I don't. Gregor's probably asleep, so he can't tell me. But
1: yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. But this is it's
0: disgusting. Oh my god, never eat it. If someone offers you that, just say no. Uh, Anyway,
1: you mentioned the new dare program.
0: You mentioned prorated Byram, which reminded me that for him specifically, a couple other guys around the league as well. Seven games is the mark that they've decided for uh, ELC slides.
1: Yeah, so they have six games to play him to make the decision like they used to have nine games to play. Now they've got six. The seventh game will trigger it. Yep.
0: It's that simple. Just a lot of things around the league are going to end up being prorated like that. Just be aware of them that decisions are going to have to be made quickly this year. We'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. It really, to to be honest with you, what is a ninth game going to tell you that the sixth game right. can't? yeah. When you're talking about a guy like that, you know, a guy like Martin Kout, when we saw, it was very, like, he was steady in his nine games, but it wasn't, you know, there were some downs by the time he hit the nine, you know, where you can have a really good four or five games in a row. But you want to see what that guy looks like when he's not playing at his best. Yep. And we got to see that with Kout because he got the nine games. And six games – you could just be on pure adrenaline still at that point, right? And you don't have a down game, for sure. And that's a lot of the coaches' evaluation. They it's not what can you do when you're at your best. Most guys are impact guys when they're playing their best games. You know, we saw guys like Matt Nieto and Matt Calvert and you know Belmar had multi point games last year. When those guys when those guys are on fire, they're all really good, right? But what are you on a night to night basis? And six games is going to be tough to tell. But with a talent like Byram
0: hard to turn it down if he's on fire for six games. Yeah.
1: I just don't imagine it's going to be too much.
0: Yep. I, I, I agree. Unless those six games, he's just clearly not ready. It's going to be real hard to send him away. But, uh, anyway, uh, moving on again, a whole bunch of taxi squad information out there. We'll get into it tomorrow. I promise.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's more is being released, which is one reason we wanted to get into it tomorrow. Right. Exactly. We we're really hoping to have the actual agreement in hand so that we could read through the details and figure all this stuff out. Well, the, but we're not there yet.
0: And part of the issue with this agreement is Vancouver mostly. Also, San Jose, the expectation because of local COVID restrictions, San Jose is expected to start the season playing home games in Arizona. Um, so that's just something they're dealing with. Vancouver undecided. Amazing for us. Yeah. Fantastic for the abs.
1: Hopefully, hopefully the abs get a bunch of their games at San Jose early in the year when they're still in Arizona, both for time zone purposes (laughs) and for lighting purposes, because watching games when they are in the shark tank sucks
0: in the green, blue lighting. And then, yeah less travel just in general as well for less
1: distance for the abs to go um but we'll probably do a wjc show on thursday guys. yeah
0: i i have no doubt we'll do a wjc show once it's relevant a little bit more um, and then
1: obviously once it gets started we'll yeah. we'll be all over the thing uh but
0: for vancouver their province is not allowing athletic events period and they do not yet have a place to play outside of the province so it's one of the biggest holdups still with the league going off without a hitch here is is what is Vancouver gonna do and potentially putting in jeopardy the entire Canadian division at this point So yeah
1: it, I mean you have to feel like they made they made these agreements with the feeling like they were gonna get there yeah or that they were at least close enough that they could they could get it done but i say that and i also think back to not that long ago when the return to play bubble was being talked about and there was this understanding that families would get to come in for the conference finals and the stanley cup finals and everybody just, just assumed didn't. the nhl had a way to make that happen Yep. and it turns out they had no way to make that happen yep and just sold a a false bill of goods straight up there's yeah.
0: essentially NHL's not only made it up yeah the PA is not going to fall for that trick twice is the thing
1: well yeah um and so like I would say that oh hey they they they're going to get there I have confidence that they'll they'll get there at some point mm-hmm but also knowing that that happened, you know, that the Blue Jays did not play any of their games in Toronto last year. Yep. And that Ontario, um, I believe Ontario, Toronto maybe, is going into like full-blown lockdown on Boxing Day, Yep, which is a, a big deal up here. I know Americans are like, What's well, Boxing Day, but it's a big deal in Canada. So these are just among the things that I've learned since being here. BC, by the way, William, I'm
0: not, I know, I know where things are. All right. It's, it's pronouncing the names that I struggle with, not knowing them.
1: Yeah. yeah. My, yeah, my, my Canadian geography is hit or miss.
0: I, I, I struggle a little bit with the plains ones. Like I'll get them mixed up, which one is which, mm-hmm. but I'd like know their names. <laughs> so count that.
1: Yeah, I, I've got those. Um, but when once you start asking me to go north of that, I'm just like, no, oh, it's ice.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the Yukon Territory and none of it, right, are the two big ones. And then there's the third one that I never remember. Yeah, but
1: I, I, I can't identify none of it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zinger! Uh, anyway, uh, so look there's still some uncertainty up in the air as we continue to talk about these dates. Uh, You already mentioned playoffs start May 11th. The expected final date for the playoffs is July 15th at the absolute latest. Uh, This brings in the conversation we've been talking about for a long time with the NHL or rather NBC wanting to finish the NHL season before the summer Olympics.
1: They do. This, this does allow for that, but does not. Um, opening day of the Olympics will be the first day of the draft. Yeah. Which,
0: uh, which I mean, the thing is the NHL is going to continue to be super busy mm-hmm. after the playoffs end because teams need to submit their expansion draft rosters by July 17th.
1: Yeah, So if the if the cup finals game 7 on the 15th 48 hours later one of those guys on the winning team
0: is exposed yeah. and then yeah. less than a week later they're getting picked by Seattle. Yep. On July 21st. So
1: Yeah, so it happens really fast. Uh, the exposed list on the 17th, the draft on the 21st, which means Seattle's free agency period because you remember Seattle gets a like a pre-free agency yeah, for the guys who are uh, exposed and are free agents, so that they can negotiate deals, talk early. Yep, they have a forty-eight hour window between uh, that that time, uh, the seventeenth and what what did we say the twenty first? Yeah, I, it's it's the nineteenth and twenty first, seventeenth and nineteenth. They have a forty-eight hour window in there where they're allowed to get where they're allowed to get into that to talk to people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and And then then, and then they have the announcement. They they Seattle makes their lists, and we get the cool show, and we'll probably do. um, I mean, we haven't talked about it. We'll probably do a live show.
0: I imagine so. Yeah. So, and then three days after that, we have the draft to do a live show of as well. Yeah,
1: (laughs) which will be in Montreal.
0: Yep, and then four days after that, we have free agency. So July is going to be slam packed with uh, hockey content. Yeah,
1: July first is normally like
0: the last of big it. day Yeah,
1: it's free agency frenzy. Uh, frenzy. It's Canada Day, and then it's like dead silent. Yep. And this is we go all month, and then August is going to be back to being you know the nothing. August. The, yeah, as it normally is. Stupid August. The worst month confirmed work it produces the best people
0: is that when your birthday is I don't even know okay well
1: yeah I just learned yours was last week and we didn't say anything about it on the show
0: Evan Evan shouted it out it's fine
1: oh oh he was on he was on your actual birthday show
0: yeah well he didn't know until my mom came in the chat and said happy birthday
1: (laughs) mama Rudolph got you covered yeah
0: she covered it for everybody
1: but anyway, yeah, I don't I know your, your birthday.
0: I don't know your birth date either, so I should probably figure that out before August. <laughs> it's,
1: it's the 17th.
0: Okay. Hey, that good day. That's my December yeah. 17th. I yeah, like When
1: that. I found that, I was like eh, This will be easier <laughs> to remember now. It's
0: right. Not so bad. <laughs> um yeah. So that covers most of the dates, at least the dates that we know so far. Um things of course still subject to change. Well, I have full expectation that the NHL will adjust some of these things based on happenings around the the league and COVID and all of that. Uh, Other news, I do have it that at least for the Avalanche, they are currently offering their season ticket holders a full refund or they can roll over to next year. So it sounds like some teams are maybe not expecting fans at all. During the year. They did say that if things change, the, there'll be opportunities for season ticket holders to get tickets later in the season, but doesn't sound like something they're super confident in. Uh so no no date for fans allowed in stadiums, basically, is is the point I'm getting at here. Well, they're playing that by ear at yeah. this point. Um yeah, I I guess that pretty much covers the the general overarching of, of what we know for the avs it's I, I mean it's like many other teams but i'm just excited to to get them all back on the ice basically
1: i have a thing to send you oh god aj's about
0: to send me something i can't yeah. possibly imagine what this is going to be
1: it uh <laughs> it just it just relates to the eric johnson conversation earlier
0: ah uh, i see i see i was oh. curious all right well we better put this on uh on the show, then,
1: I thought it was interesting. I so earlier just to catch up the people on who are listening on to this as a pod and don't watch it live. Uh, our chat was having an "Is Eric Johnson good still?" conversation, and I think that there's a there's an interesting like, is he worth six million dollars? I don't think anybody would say yes to that, but is he still a quality NHL player? who who is serviceable, I think so.
0: (laughs) As his score comes in, one skater score below Eric Carlson.
1: Yeah, and Carlson's is driven predominantly by offense, and Johnson's is driven predominantly by being decent defensively. Yep. Not not overwhelming, not great, not amazing. They aren't great numbers. It's not like, oh, my God, he's not a top-pairing guy. But if you look at it, the team—the team just doesn't give up as quite as much defensively.
0: Yeah, look at that. The so. very low ozone start ratio as well.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and uh, would Seattle take? Would actually would Seattle actually take Eric Johnson if he was exposed? I don't think so. He's already—he's already thirty-two years old. Um, he'll be—I think he's thirty-three. I think he'll be thirty-three yeah, I think at the time of that draft. Yeah, uh, and then. He's six million dollars for two more years. I just don't see what Seattle would get out of it. We when we did our expansion, we had to, we picked twelve defensemen, so
0: and we ended up with a, a lot of cap space, but the cap ceiling was a lot more of an issue than the cap floor.
1: Yeah, well, it, kind of. Um, when we actually, because we picked, we straight picked thirty guys, and we only picked like four guys that we were planning to to bury the cap hit that we ended up with, we made, we made it under the 31, but it that was 31 guys or that was 30 guys that made it under one eighty one, That made it under the 81.5 million number. Uh, sure. When you actually cut it down to when they traded those guys away, either for players or picks, they were going to be nowhere near the cap floor or the cap ceiling.
0: True. We, were, we,
1: true. We, we, we had made it. It was, it was mostly
0: somewhere. just a non-issue either way. Yeah. So, but, that's uh that's the conversation. I'm sure we'll have it a billion times around February first. Yep.
1: I'm, I've already I'm like, look, it's the season of the expansion draft. I can't be mad at people for asking me anymore because I've spent the last year being annoyed by it. Because it's like, guys, too much has to happen. But now we know what rosters look like. We know these are the rosters that teams will be making their protection lists off of because the off season happens after it. Dilly. So
0: Teams we don't really know are maybe Vegas and Tampa, because they still have a lot of work to do. But
1: yeah, well, in Tampa today with the news about Nikita Kucherov potentially being, being injured or not, yeah. you know, that's all that's that's all good and well, right? But they still have unsigned players,
0: players two big name unsigned players in Tampa, so.
1: so. Yeah, they're even so. Kucherov, Kucherov, nine and a half million. They still have to sign Chernak and Sorelli. So, nine and a half million, they should be fine. Like, they should be able to pay for that. Um, but they're already two two million over the cap. So, yep. they have to get those guys in at seven and a half million. And then you'd probably just rather have Kucherov anyway.
0: I would certainly. Yeah. That's a that's a problem that thankfully the avs don't have to face just yet. So the avs will cross that bridge uh, when they get there and sign McKinnon to a massive contract in a couple of years, but you know, you can find us talking about that when it does inevitably come to happen. That's going to be it for our show today, everybody. Thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. If you're not watching on YouTube, I highly recommend you check it out. You can come hang out with the live chat and talk about how good or bad Eric Johnson is during the middle of the show. Or if you can't make it, you can always listen to the podcast in podcast format as well. We're going to get out of here with the Colorado Raptors. We now have coverage of everything, both men's and women's rugby. Thanks to them practicing in Glendale over at Infinity Park. Colton Strickler is taking you basically through all the ins and out of everything rugby. He's talked with already a bunch of amazing people. If you haven't listened to the podcast yet go back and listen to some of these awesome episodes. If you're new, he also has 101 pods to break down the game for you. Super easy to pick up and get into rugby. Be sure to follow the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter as well. And remember supporting our partners is supporting us. So be sure to download that DNVR Rugby podcast when you get a chance. We have hopefully we'll bring back the the rugby watch parties on the weekends as well uh, when things start opening back up again, but
1: you know. I just want to go back to watching that that play where they stack the dudes up on the tower yeah, right? and throw the ball that was the best
0: the I, I don't I forget what's actually called but the throw Me in essentially yeah. yeah
1: it was so awesome because I was like who who came up with that I just
0: like, there's no way that's the most efficient way to run that play right like there's got to be a better way
1: <laughs> how did they decide how many people was appropriate why not you know why not keep going.
0: The five man stack,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. We, you see, you see cheerleading squads do all kinds of crazy that's stuff true. with the way that they stack people Built up and, the pyramid, and, down there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why can't a rugby team do something crazy, too? I, I'm just saying, man, it's We're
0: next level rugby coaches here. That's what I just,
1: I just want to push the limits of rugby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, on that note. We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow talking taxi squad, specifically the abs taxi squad should be a fun episode. Highly recommend you guys check that one out as we break it down. But until then we'll talk to y'all next time. Please. Please.